Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. Chat GPT. I don't know anyone who didn't discuss this topic. All marketers do it almost every single day. And uh, that was simple to ignore AI yesterday, hard today and impossible tomorrow. Uh, I, I remember a few years ago, many marketers told, no way, AI have no future. But today it's the it's part of the process. You know, you can't ignore AI. It's not because AI, is, it's a golden button that you can click and get everything. But it's for the sake of saving time, money. Uh, and I'm so excited to dis discuss this topic with Peter. How are you? Hello, Anatoly. I'm great. I'm having a great day. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, guys, I want to tell that uh, Peter filmed a course uh, on Udemy about ChatGPT. So uh, if you want to uh, take this course, uh, search on Udemy, Peter Misares, and you can get it. Uh, I'll submit the link to this course uh, in the description so you, you can learn more about this. And Peter, before we start, just tell more about yourself, experience, background, remind about you because you spoke on my podcast. So I'm so uh, I'm blessed, you know, to learn more about uh, new things. And uh, yeah, remind people about you. Uh, first, thank you, Anatoly, for having me uh, for the second time. I'm really happy to be here. Um, so I'm still an SEO consultant as, you know, I've been doing SEO for the last 20, probably 25 years. And it's, it's hard because this number all just gets higher and higher the older that I'm, that I'm getting. Uh, so, you know, it reminds me every time how old I am. But uh, yeah, I've been doing SEO for so many years, but not only SEO. As everyone, uh, as every other SEO, you know that it's not enough that you bring people to the website. You have to measure that and then you have to get the people to do something with that. So coming with the SEO background, I still do a lot of uh, general consulting and going uh, in, into the companies as a part-time CMO, helping those companies understand how their marketing is working and how they are making it better. And of course, as you said, thinking about how to make marketing better, more efficient, ChatGPT and other AI tools are the way forward of how uh, teams should be think uh, of things that teams should be think about should think about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Okay, let's let's talk about uh, AI. You know, uh, we have uh, two uh, two categories of people. Someone can tell, don't use it. Uh, by the way, less people can tell this, uh, and uh, even Google change mind you know some uh, representatives of google uh, told uh, it's not that you don't need to use ai it's more about uh, what kind of content ai can create and uh, i think uh, if someone criticizes ai they don't know how to use it because uh, if you teach ai if you uh, give the right comments you can get much better accurate results and everything what you need to do just to edit it takes time to edit but you don't need to provide keyword research you don't need to create the structure yeah uh, of course you need to have experience to analyze hmm. uh, is everything fine so any insights how to use this tool in the correct 
way what to do uh, that tool will provide more, more accurate results i just recently watched the seo fight club that's a, a online free uh youtube that gives you a lot of information about seo and other things and one of the things that was said there was there are a lot of people using uh, chat gpt uh wrong right now and they're putting out a lot of weird uh low quality content right and that's the idea as you mentioned if you uh, use ChatGPT in the proper way, you can get great results with it. But that, of course, means that you have to take time to first teach ChatGPT of what are the specifics of what you want from it. And then you have to go through phases of how to, uh, what to ask, what queries to use to get all of the uh, results that you want. If you just start with, give me 2,000 words of content on how to do roofing in Austin, Texas, you're going to get 2,000 words of content. But that content is not really going to be something that, that uh, wants to be, is going to rank well or on the, in the other words, it's not going to be something that's going to help anyone, right? So generally, we have to go through. through uh, and what I think is really important right now in the first step is that people use ChatGPT daily because with that, they start learning on how um, language models work, right? Because this is a very specific type of uh, artificial intelligence, and we have to use it in a proper way. It's changing. It, it gets upgraded. Just today, uh, got an upgrade. Now it uh, it knows math and it knows uh, knows how to do math much better. And if we learn through using it every day, then we can get to great ideas of how to uh, how to do that. Right? To be more practical. Mm -hmm. Rule number one is whenever you want to start creating new content, what you have to do is you should provide it some content that you want to, uh, to, to, to create similar type of content, right? So it's not only about the words, it's about the tone, tone of voice. It's about uh, how to talk uh, to, the, to, the, uh, to the target audience, stuff like that. So if you have previous blog posts that you wrote yourself, you can feed those blog posts into ChatGPT first and just tell it, read these blog posts and don't answer anything. Right, so it's just going to read those blog posts, and then you can start giving him questions. To so it starts producing blog posts, and always go in the sense of the blog post that I've just given you. Can you please give me content that goes into that direction? Right. Mm -hmm. The mistake that people do is they go give me two thousand words of content about X. Don't do that. We need you need to give him subtitles. You need to give him, her, it, I don't know, subtitles on, you know, uh, tell me about, okay, roofing in Texas. What is different in Texas than in other countries? How do we do roofing? Is roofing with uh, material X different? All of these ideas are going to create you small, small parts of your, uh, of your article that you can then put together, right? All of these being written in a tone of voice that you've given it before, and with other ideas that you can help, that you can feed it through, um, it's going to create you a better content. And then you should probably go through that content and uh, edit it as normally as you would receiving a content from, you know, a writer on, um, on Upwork or whatever. You always go through that content, make sure that it's good. Then you can post it then probably you're not going to have problems with, you know, Google saying this is low quality content because Google doesn't really care where the content comes from. It cares to have great results 
on this uh, great content on the search, search results. It cares about uh, helping their users. And if you have content that helps their users, you're going to rank well. If not, you're not going to rank well. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I see when webmasters usually rewrite existing content. And uh, if you don't use uh, in the right way ChatGPT, I, I think this tool can just rewrite data uh, and content that exists. Uh, and uh, ChatGPT uh, today, uh, I don't know about the future, but today mm -hmm. ChatGPT uses data from uh, before 2021. So uh, it's obsolete because uh, many things are changing and we need to uh, edit to provide uh, fresh data because if you mm. get just rewriting it's not good idea and uh, that's why many websites can't get results they just copy others uh, rewrite content but it's you know it's the same like to watch a movie with uh, similar plot to many other movies uh, i often ask my friends you know what do you think about this movie and they reply nothing special you know i watch the same movies and people uh, are not interested to watch the same people are not interested to read the same uh, book with uh, many familiar other books so they won't uh, get something new that's why for example i love uh, many great offers uh, for example jack london he wrote his awesome books like 100 years ago but all books are different you know all books are a new journey you know you can take this journey you can uh, you can live on this journey so can you tell how to create content on chat GPT and provide fresh data. I mean, like to use uh, that actual today, uh, not uh, in 2021 and before. Hmm. So there are a couple of answers to that, right? First one, um, even before we started talking about chat GPT, the idea of you rewriting content that was already published on other websites was a bad idea in, uh, in terms of SEO, right? In general, that was a bad idea. But in August of last year, was that yeah, that was in August of last year, Google released the helpful content update. And the idea of the helpful content update was just that. Content that is just repeating what is already set on the internet doesn't really get any bonus points. The, the, the content where you can see that someone used the thing that uh, he's writing about or has ex has experience, has, has it in his hands, has made tests, real tests about it, that content is what Google says is going to push forward uh, upwards on the search results, right? So it's the same if you are creating the, the, the content manually or if you're creating with ChatGPT or if you just give someone five articles and say, rewrite those five articles into one uh into one article that it doesn't have any additional value it doesn't have anything that people should 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 come for right this is why we have to prepare our, our research in advance and then we can give it to chat gpt and then it can give us uh information you're asking me how to get fresh data into chat gpt and i think this is very important of uh, this is a part that people tend to forget we can feed data into ChatGPT. Of course, it is a bit limited because there's a limit of how many words we can uh, enter in it at once. But you know, you can take your Excel sheets, you can take your internal data, you can take data from the internet and feed it into ChatGPT and then use it as a tool to 
um, sort that data or understand that data and then create content out of it. You, can, you know, um, you can take a list of the best sprinters around the world or winners of the Olympic Games. Feed that in there and then start asking questions about the data that is in there. Men, uh, male, female, uh, what are the countries that they're coming from, the times, how they've gone up and done, gone down. And then coming from that, you can start creating content that will be uh, unique and that will be, of course, updated with the, uh, with the um, new information that happened after 2021. Right. And, but, mm -hmm. but I think that in the future, the problem with lagging it a year or two is not going to happen. Uh, the future updates are probably going to be more updated. So, you know, uh, that's not going to be a long term problem, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, I'm interested about popularity of ChatGPT. It's interesting, you know, because I used AI before and uh, I use uh, uh, some tools. And uh, I got it, all these tools, uh, get information from OpenAI. And uh, mm -hmm. I played uh, on this playground on OpenAI. And uh, uh, right now we have updated version DaVinci 003. And I analyzed and compared data with ChatGPT. Uh, the same, no, nothing special. Even on the uh, uh, playground, we have more settings you know, uh, to analyze. Can you tell why ChatGPT started to be popular uh, and everyone knows about this tool, including my brothers, including my uh, 12 years old son. Uh, I don't know where he got this information, probably on TikTok, but you know, I'm interested about why uh, such popularity came when we had similar tools before. I'm not sure if we had similar tools before, right? Um, of course, there was stuff that was uh, as good, but I think that it all just came together, right? Uh, it was the, the right time. It was the right type of the tool because some of the other tools, you couldn't just open a website and start typing stuff in there, right? Uh, you couldn't just... Uh, it, it didn't have a nice um, a nice chat um, UI. So, you know, it didn't feel like you're talking to someone. All of that together. And on the other hand, proper PR has always, always has to be done to get tools out there. And it was used here. And, um, you know, all of that to get, all of that just came together so that people started to using it. And, and I think that, you know, there were other tools that started to, that prepared the ground for ChatGPT. DALI, the uh, image generation uh, AI, also from Open um, uh, OpenAI, um, it wasn't as popular, but was it was popular enough that people started getting an idea of how good AI can be. They started using it. They just they just waited for it to be so practical that yes my father can use it and that it's not only he can use it and just try something he can get real information that he needs for his life out of it and that's the difference okay if your father started to use uh, ChatGPT, we have the question uh, about ChatGPT can overcome seo i remember when ceo of uh, openai replied to this question he told you know uh, it's hard to uh, destroy Google or overcome Google or take uh, these positions. Uh, and please don't uh, try to overestimate 
possibilities to uh, get Google positions because Google is big company with smart uh, people who can adapt to find something new. But you know, it's interesting. Bing decided to uh, add ChatGPT on Bing search in March. Baidu, Baidu, uh, Chinese search engine uh, decided mm -hmm. to do it as well to create similar tool. And uh, I uh, read a few news about Google. They had secret meeting or not secret meeting. I don't know. Uh, anyway, they decided to discuss uh, the dangers of chat GPT because uh, uh, such tools can replace search engines, our habits, how to find information because it's simple. You can type and get information. Probably new version like GPT-4 will provide more accurate data, uh, fresh data, and people don't need anymore any uh, Google search. Uh, I know it takes time you know, to change habits. Even if we have it, uh, more people will still use Google uh, or uh, familiar search engines. Mm -hmm. But anyway, uh, during some time, we can change habits like uh, uh, listening to audio podcast instead of radio, like, I don't know, uh, many similar stuff. Can you tell your prediction about chat GPT? What kind of future will be in uh, using like search engine? I, I, I don't want to go into predictions. It's really hard, right? But um, big companies have failed in the past not being able to, uh, to, to adjust quickly, right? Um, IBM is a company that failed because they weren't able to adjust quickly. Uh, Kodak failed. BlackBerry failed, right? All of these are big companies that were known brands everywhere and everyone used them. But then came a change that people didn't really think of. And the, uh, people started doing everything uh, in a different way. The main difference between Google and uh, ChatGPT, it's supposed to be that Google gives you 10 different results and ChatGPT gives you one result, right? So Google sort of gives you uh, a variety of information that you can uh, click through and you know see different, um, different, different views on, on that question. I'm not really sure that's true, right? Uh, if you uh, read the click-through rates uh, studies for Google, you see that most of the clicks happen on the first, second, maybe third position in Google. No one else clicks on any of the other positions. No one else goes to the second page, to the third page of Google, right? So, and generally Google started to adding the rich snippets to the top. So directly answers from the content to the top of the search results. So generally what Google is has been trying for a very long time is give you one result, one definite result for the question that it can, right? On the other hand, ChatGPT right now has a lot of problems. It has problems um, with uh, the specificity of their information or it gives you information that's just not true. It gives you links to websites that don't exist, stuff like that. It's a new technology. And on the other hand, it will learn. Uh, the, the main idea why Google is so big is because Google is able to differentiate about what is good information on the internet, what are good websites, what, what is quality uh, real data on, on, the, on the internet, ChatGPT is not able to do that. But I think that it's not such a big hurdle, hurdle to do that, uh, to, to implement that into ChatGPT. On the other hand, it's pretty easy to implement AI into uh, showing results for uh, Google. There always will be a channel of how we are going to ask a tool to get a response 
if that's gonna people don't care if that is Google or, or if that is something else. They just get used to go to a website and get all of the results there. So that you know that's my prediction. Probably because Google is big enough to have other uh, other tools that we use daily, like uh, Gmail, like uh, Drive, uh, Sheets, stuff like that. It will uh, it will still keep a lot of uh, a lot of people in their own domain. Um, but it will have to switch. Uh, it will have to change a lot to uh, keep up with the other search engines. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think customers will win in the end because uh, we will use or ChatGPT or Google. Uh, uh, anything that we will get uh, will be simple to use you now mm. and more accurate data. And um, I mean, I remember, one yeah. more thing. You know, uh, what I think is. The one that is going to use to implement ChatGPT or a similar technology into uh, its voice, I think that that that's the one that's gonna that's gonna win, right? Uh, so may that be Google Home or may that be Alexa, may that be um, Siri on our phones, may that be Cortana. I'm not sure if anyone uses Cortana on Microsoft, right? But going what we did on other channels is we went away from. Um, you have to go somewhere and do something there. People are just used now to ask something and get a, uh, get a response. So if they can link this to uh, ChatGPT, I think that's that's the way where we're going to go. So it's going to be natural to talk. Uh, you're just naturally going to talk and get all of the responses. I think that's the way uh, the people would like to use. Nice, nice. Okay, let's talk about what this tool can. You know, uh, for example, uh, I think uh, you can write blog posts, you can write emails, you can create marketing uh, messages, I mean, like um, titles, descriptions for Google Ads, Facebook Ads. Uh, my brother asked me that he has struggled to write cover letter and I told him please use ChatGPT and <laughs> this tool wrote for him cover letter. Uh, I think um, uh, I read uh, news about uh, Amazon developers. They are using ChatGPT to create code. So it's not like uh, they get complete code, but it takes, uh, it saves time to create this code so they can get existing data. So many things. Can you tell best practices for SEO, how to use this tool, what kind of content uh, we can create and how to find the balance between uh, editing and uh, complete content. For example, I mean, like if I get content, uh, how much time I need to edit? Uh, I mean, the average data. Mm -hmm. Number one, I think the most important part of SEO may that be in content creation or in general and the most forgotten about part of the seo is uh keyword research right mm -hmm. so using chat gpt for keyword research for getting ideas getting ideas for topics getting keywords we can even go deeper uh, seos like to talk about lse keywords so keywords that are specifically linked to some specific topics that are, uh, that are um, passively linked to that topics. All of these are things that we can use ChatGPT for. The problem is that we can't ask it for the search volumes and other data. I mean, we can ask ChatGPT, give me the search volume for a keyword. It's going to give us the result. But that result is, of course, wrong, right? So we should be using it in the keyword research to in the same way as we would be brainstorming with ourselves or with our colleagues or maybe with uh, with a client, right? 
give me a key topic ideas for our blog on horse riding. What are the, the, the contents that we have to write about horse health? All of these ideas um, are probably as good or even better than when we come up with them ourselves. But then we have to do the extra step going into SEMrush or Ahrefs or Keyword Finder, Mangools, whatever you like, like to use to get the specific SEO data. Right, so it's never it, it. ChatGPT is not really a standalone tool. It's one of the tools that we should be using in uh, in our SEO. Going forward, what I so get you get the ideas with that, and then you have to, as I mentioned before, feed it with your own data, feed it with your own wishes, and then get content out of it. We can also use it, and I think it's one of the great things of uh, using it is to enhance our data, make our, our content, make it better. Number one, make it better as uh, the content itself, right? Um, I'm a second language speaker. My English is okay. You know, but when I'm writing emails, I always feel that I can, it shows that I'm not really a native speaker. If I give my email to ChatGPT, um, I have perfect English, right? So and in such a way, we want to optimize our, our content that we have. Just put it in there. Make it rewrite in, in a way as we want. We can tell it. Uh, write it um, for five years old, five year olds, right? Or write it as an academic letter. Write it in a comic sense. Write it as um, I created content for a tourist website. So I told it, write it as if you would be a tourist guide taking a family on, you know, going somewhere. And then, you know, so, so changing the angle of the content that you prepared yourself, it's going to do that for you very well. And then when you have the created content, you can also use it to do uh, keyword analysis. You can just ask it, what are the keywords that are missing from my article? What are the keywords that I should be adding? Stuff like that is going to give you, uh, it's going to give you great results. And you can, uh, you can work that in the both ways, in creating new content and optimizing your existing content. But never forget, ChatGPT is not able to go and read a URL. There's also a common misconception um, I can ask ChatGPT, what is this website about? And it's going to give me an answer. But ChatGPT has no idea on how to go um, how to go to that website and read it. It's just going to, from the URL that is there, it's just going to try to give you uh, an answer. And maybe it has some information in the data, right? My wife just at, just uh, pasted her LinkedIn URL of her LinkedIn profile in there. And he was able to, as you said, prepare... Uh, a cover letter for her CV, right? So he has the data, but he didn't go to the URL and read it, right? So we always have to feed the copy-paste, feed the data into ChatGPT um, to get the, 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 the any real results, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, nice. Uh, you know, one thing that we tested on ChatGPT, uh, translation, because uh, we paid a lot to translators uh but we decided to analyze we edit text english text and mm -hmm. translated them uh to russian and ukrainian language uh and i compare results with google translator and you know chat gpt translates much better much better more accurate content sometimes you don't need to edit anything if you add english text you can ask uh, please translate uh, with your tone, you know, and uh, yeah, uh, I, you know, for example, uh, Google 
translation uh, uses AI as well, but it's uh, it's more mechanical. For example, mm. if I add on ChatGPT, uh, I fly to school. It doesn't mean that I use uh, airplane, but ChatGPT understands and can uh, uh, translate in the correct way uh, according to uh, to specific language. Uh, can you tell from your experience uh, about translation on ChatGPT? Is it a good idea to just give this task to ChatGPT or in the end we need to edit as well? Um, I'll answer to your question uh, in a second. I see that Muhammad in the, uh, in the, in the uh, mm-hmm. comments is asking if we can create a, a tutorial on that. Muhammad, uh, if you're really eager, you can just uh, find me on LinkedIn and send me a message and I'll give you free access to uh, my uh, Udemy course and you can learn from there. There's two, almost three hours of content there. You can just get that for free because you're here and asking questions. So good job for that. Um, And your question was, I forgot. Uh, My question about translation on ChatGPT. What do you think? uh, Yeah. Do we need to edit after translation? Because for me, you know, I got accurate data and uh, I got the feeling that I don't need to translate anything because I speak these languages, I understand them. And uh, after I reading text, I got it. Yeah, it's final. I don't need to edit. I didn't, don't need to pay money because I paid like uh, $100, $200 per article to translate to get uh, accurate results. But right now, I don't pay this money. Any insights about that? Right. Um, I've, I've... I come from Slovenia. Slovenia is a country that has 2 million inhabitants. So 2 million people speak the Slovenian language, right? So we're a very small language. And we always have problems with tools because, of course, you know, uh, keyboard volume tools, they have no idea about the Slovenian or about specifics, specific uh, things in the language. And other tools just don't support our language. Even Apple doesn't support our language. So why I'm telling you this is when I was using ChatGPT to translate stuff or just give it uh, questions in Slovenian, um, it didn't really do a very good job. Right, the, the the grammar was problematic, um, and that there were errors in there. A lot of them. So it wasn't really content that could be directly uh, put uh, or copied on the website. Um, it depends on which, uh, from which language to which language. Uh, that's from what I've seen. I agree with you. Translating between big languages, I've done German, um, English, German. It works great. I think my German is not perfect, but you know it was um, good enough. Um, so uh, just check it first. Uh, see if in general it works great it works okay and then you can use it uh, then you can use it all the time mm-hmm. awesome awesome yeah uh, i was in slovenia one time you know uh, that was uh the lake blake or blade 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 yeah it's a clean uh lake you know in mountains so i love it yeah awesome place you know to spend time to enjoy uh, i don't remember it was like in 2012 20 years ago a lot a lot but yeah definitely you're also getting old yeah definitely it's a great place uh, to visit i mean like this lake because uh, mountains uh, this nature i love it okay peter i have uh, a question about common mistakes can you tell what kind of mistakes uh, webmasters, content creators still do in ChatGPT and your tips how to find a much better way? 
Mm. I think the problem number one is people don't just don't use it enough. There's if you have you can use it for so many different things. You can use it for you know Excel formulas. You can use it for regex coding that you use in Google Analytics filters or um, in uh, in uh, Google Search Console. There's so many different things that just with using it as much as possible will be able to um, will be able to uh, get more of them. But there are of course common mistakes. I've I've mentioned a couple of them. It's not able to go and check out websites. So you know what people do is, and I've seen that people even selling um, like eBooks around the uh, around the internet, giving you queries that you want to ask ChatGPT. Uh, go and create an article as it is on this website. Right? He has no idea what what article is on is on the website. So. Um, it can't go and read a website. The problem number two is asking it for sources or for links to stuff. I was creating content um, about some medical questions. That was in the past. I'm not sure he would be still uh, answering my questions because of the all of the limits that they've put on it. But uh, I was uh, creating content about medical stuff and I asked him, please give me sources for everything that is in there. And I got a great list of URLs, uh, not only URLs, uh, like um, uh, a research title um, and then uh, the authors and the URL. But, and when I clicked on the URL, the website actually exists. So there was, you know, a medical journal that talks about, um, about, about uh, head injuries. Just that specific research that was in there didn't exist, right? So we can ask it for, uh, for source it, sources or uh, ideas where to find sources. But then we have to manually look for them and just add it into uh, into our content, um, yeah, uh, so that we really get the proper sources. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I think these are the two common mistakes that people are using it for. So yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. Okay, uh, Peter, I have the question about experience. Uh, you reply uh, to this question uh, on the previous episode uh, on my podcast. But anyway, uh, tell our audience, uh, for example, if you started today from scratch, you have all this experience, what will you do to learn more about ACO and probably to unite with ChatGPT? <sighs> Um, you know, there is so many resources out there that it's hard to find the proper ones. I think that always, as in general life, going to uh, the big players out there is a good idea. So, you know, um, learning about SEO, going to um, going to SEMrush or Ahrefs or Moz, they all have academies. Learning, starting there, I think that's a very good idea. Um, and learning from there because we really get only the information that has value because going to random YouTubers around the internet, it gives you a lot of content, but that content is pretty, is pretty problematic. And then looking for people that really have experience in the field. Um, as mentioned before, the, uh, the YouTubers, um, and I, of course, forgot their names right now, um the seo fight club right uh they are, have great stuff and uh, it's the same for chat gpt right just go to the big blogs backlinko is always a great idea to go and check uh, get uh, information there they are covering uh how to use chat gpt get the informations from there mm-hmm. nice nice uh you know uh i'm interested about uh 
SEO algorithms. Because, you know, I see when webmasters uh, pay so much attention to uh, trying to understand how SEO works, you know, uh, trying to understand uh, what kind of algorithms uh, can bring results. For example, right now it's a hot topic about Yandex because mm. uh, when... Uh, uh, because we got uh, algorithms today about Yandex, uh, uh, if I remember correctly, it's number like uh, 1,900 algorithms. 1,900, uh, yeah. Yeah, where I discovered. And uh, I see, of course, it's not Google, but uh, yeah, probably similar because Google has own system. But what I found, many content creators uh, don't know how algorithm works. You know, they pay more attention to satisfy user intent, to help customers, to uh, to support them, uh, to share value. And Google loves uh, all this stuff and uh, ranks uh, well on Google. And uh, for me, I think it's a good idea to think more about human being because all algorithms are created for the sake of satisfying user intent, to provide much better content. And if you spend time learning these algorithms, you uh, waste time by creating this content for users, you know. Uh, and, uh, for example, on LinkedIn, I spoke with uh, a few great influencers, um, Bridget Heisen, one of them. Mm. She has like 4 million followers, a lot. And, uh, you know, she asked me about what changed in uh, LinkedIn algorithms uh, for a while. And uh, I got that people don't understand how it works. They have a lot of followers. They have a lot of engagement results, but they don't know. Uh, Neil Patel once told that he doesn't read SEO news. Uh, he reads them, but not a lot. And um, he pays attention to create high quality content. If something happens, he can open uh, surround temple, analyze what's going on, what people are talking, but uh, he spends his energy while creating this content. Can you tell uh, how to find the balance between learning SEO news from Backlinko, many other websites, Mrush, Ahrefs, and uh, doing something uh, for users? I have no idea. That's a very tough question. But I agree with you because you know what happens to me sometimes when I talk to my clients, I go through and give them, you know, the minimal versions of the content that they should be producing, like at least 500 words or at least 700 words and, you know, have a keyword and have. And then I'm thinking, how do they perceive this information? Why, why do they need the information that should be logical for them, right? If they have a website and they have um, a product that they would like people, they would like people to get to the website and see that product. How should they do that? They should provide value. They do the same things in, in a physical shop. In a physical shop, you know, in a, in a normal shop when you get in, there's a sales salesperson that tells you and gives you value. It, he talks to you. He helps you to pick out a product. On the website, people try not to do that. And I think that SEO is, you know, the SEO that we try to do is sort of the answer to people trying to take shortcuts of not creating good content, not creating good website, not creating uh, videos, not creating images, but just, okay, oh, how can I have five lines of content and rank for everything? You, you, you can't or you shouldn't, right? And this is what Google is doing. And this is what, what uh, Google, this is what Google is fighting 
people trying to disobey the, uh, the the rules and trying to find ways of how to get into results without provide, providing additional value. Mm-hmm. This is my answer of, you know, if do you want to study the algorithms? Of course, I read all of the announcements that come out, right? But um, I, 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 and people shouldn't go and try to find every specific. Because, you know, with the, with the Yandex information, I think what we learned is we had no idea about half of those things that were in there, right? So uh, 1,900 uh, different uh, points were in there, like 600 of those were still active. And there were things in there that we had no idea about, right? So we won't really figure it out. But on the other hand, we already have a solution. We already have a result saying, as you said, just provide real value. And you know, it's going back to, to classic marketing ideas is, just help your customer and he'll give you a reward back with buying stuff from you. Yeah, exactly. Love it. Love it. Uh, Peter, it's a big pleasure to get on my show, to learn from you. I love all your valuable insights. So valuable all the time. Tell the best way how to learn more about you, how to follow you, how to reach out to you. Um, the best way is probably just to find me on LinkedIn, uh, Peter Mesarec, M-E-S-A-R-E-C, just Peter S-E-O-S. And that's probably the best way I post there in English so people can just follow me there. Nice, guys. You can find the link in the description below. Listen us on Apple, Google, Spotify. Thanks again. I love it. Uh, so valuable. Guys, thanks a lot for watching and listening to us. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.